0: Let's preview tonight's Spurs-Rockets game and ask, maybe the Spurs should switch Wimby to the 5? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RC from Cybertron Spring. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Jeff. Garcia.
0: Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you're having a great start to your work week, and we'll get you through it right here on Lockdown Spurs. This episode of Locked On Spurs is brought to you by Price Picks, the easiest, most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepickscom slash NBA and use code all over case Locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. By the way, you guys are the everydayers. We appreciate you hopping on Lockdown Spurs each and every single day, talking all things silver and black, even though they're on a losing streak. And uh, what are we talking about today? Well, we're going to preview tonight's Spurs-Rockets game. Get that out of the way quick. Then we're going to bring in our guest, Casey Vieira, my colleague at KENS 5. He's going to hop on. We're going to discuss just what are the Spurs doing Spurs are on a 16 game losing streak heading into tonight's game versus Houston. Just what is the assignment here? Just what is the big picture? Also, Wimby at the five is that something the Spurs should tinker with moving forward? Maybe it might work and might solve a lot of problems. We'll just discuss that and more with Casey in just a few seconds. But first, your Spurs are in action again tonight. Can they stop this losing streak versus Houston, the in state rival? Can they avoid loss 17 in a row? Crossing fingers. Right? And what, you know, what better way to end the losing streak than against Houston? Fine. You go another losing streak after night, whatever. Just don't lose to Houston. I think that's the, the pulse of the fan base right now. Don't lose to Houston. We'll see if the Spurs can do that. So it's going to quickly preview tonight's Spurs-Rockets game. Spurs enter tonight's game 3-18. and 18. Rockets are 10-9. and 9. And as you all know, the Spurs are on a 16-game losing skid. Uh, the last loss was a recent home loss versus Chicago, 121-112. to 112. Wimby watching and it was a big one, 21 points and 20 rebounds for the French guy. He is the youngest player in league history with 20 points and 20 rebounds in a game. So there's a bright spot of the season so far. Other Spurs, uh, McDermott had nine points. Zach Collins had nine, 12 points and nine rebounds. So had four points, four assists. Kelton Johnson had 20 points. Vassell had 11 uh, nevertheless, it was a loss for number 16 in a row. Now, for those of y'all on uniform watch, the Spurs will be on their statement edition jersey. You know, the SATX one. I know a lot of you fans hate that one, but it is what it is. That's what they're wearing tonight. If you're keeping a score, all right. So, what are we looking at tonight? What are we keeping an eye on in hopes that the Spurs win, the good and the bad? Well, let's start off with the rocket side of things. So not bold, does it bode well tonight for your Spurs? The Rockets have won nine straight home games. So enter tonight, it's not going to be a good home, uh, well, at least good territory for the Spurs. Uh, again, the Rockets are on a nine-game home winning streak. Now, defense got to uh, step up. and I know that's one of the biggest Achilles heels so far this season for the Spurs, just defense, especially perimeter defense on that three line. But the Rockets have recorded three consecutive games with more three-pointers than their opponent. They're knocking him down. So they're finding their groove right now. The Spurs got to key in on that three line tonight to slow down Houston. Now, keep an eye on the scoreboard. The Rockets at home are undefeated if they're leading at halftime. They're 7-0. and So if they're up and your Spurs are down, not looking good for the second half. Now, on the Spurs side of things, there's some good news and some bad news. Um, The good news is that the Spurs have recorded more assists than their opponents in now four straight games. So they're sharing the ball. I had a chance to talk to Zach Collins and Malachi Branham about the fact that the Spurs still, uh, you know, that is a bright spot, you know, for this team, you know, that they can assist and pretty well. I think they're ranked third in the league. And Zach Collins told me that they have to do that, that they understand that if they start playing ISO ball, it ain't going to work. So they have to share the ball. You've been seeing that lately, double-figure scoring for multiple players. But, you know, you got to get more out of them. So that's still some good news that gives some hope for the Spurs heading into tonight's game versus Houston. Now, in the last three games, the Spurs have upped their rebounding to 44 per game. But the bad news is in the last game versus uh Chicago, on the offensive boards, Chicago just ate them alive. It was like 24 for Chicago. So, again, they had a big you know, the clunker on the board, especially the O boards, they, they cannot allow those second chance opportunities for Houston tonight. Bad idea. Don't give those up. There's a team that needs to almost play perfect basketball for 48 minutes for them to have a chance to get a W. And hopefully that W comes tonight versus Houston. So there is your quick Spurs-Rockets preview. When we get back, we're going to be joined by Casey Vieira, We're going to be asking just WTF is going on this season. What is the assignment? Also, we're going to ask, maybe the Spurs should just just tell Wimby, you know what, you know you don't like playing the five, but here, you're on it. You got to do it. That's coming up next right here on Lockdown Spurs but before we bring on kc hey price picks is the daily fantasy sports you want to go to It's the largest platform in north america they're the easiest most exciting way to play dfs and it's just you against the numbers that's it instead of battling thousands of other sharks the pros look it's just you you pick more than or less than on two to six player stats and start watching the winnings roll in look with basketball season here your spurs are in action you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials leagues. So it's a league that's created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more uh, different players from two different sports or leagues. So for example, you know, Wimbayama and Travis Kelsey at a 2.5 combo of three pointers made and reception. So have some fun. Look, the other reason why you should check out Prize picks and price picks even offers a reboot policy. So your entries say, uh in play even if one of your players gets injured so for football and basketball games if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and doesn't return in the second half that player is rebooted price picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury well with player injury uh insurance so there you go hey look what more do you need to go to get yourself the price picks app right now i got it you should have it too go to pricepicks.com/lockdown nba use code lockdown nba for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks pricepicks.com/lockdown nba the code is lockdown nba for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks pricepicks daily fantasy sports made easy hey lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24/7 streaming channel on youtube lockdown sports today is here for you 24/7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national 24-7 streaming channel. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. And as promised, he is back, everybody. Casey Vieira, my colleague at Ken's Five. Make sure to follow him on X at Casey underscore Vieira. Looking like that, dad life is hitting him hard, man. How's it going, Casey? I told, I told you we
1: we didn't even fix the hair today. What's to <laughs> hat. You know, two Sick two, Casey. A, hey, listen, it's been a. I will gladly set. Sa- now I messed up my hat. I will gladly yeah. sacrifice sleep and being peed on. <laughs> that is being a father for the past two or so weeks now. It yeah, is for,
0: awesome. for those who, for those yeah, exactly. Phil don't know Casey is a brand new dad. Carter Casey is in the world now everybody yes. enjoying that that kid life yes. having mom and dad tend after him every single minute of the day yes. but Casey was able to squeeze out a little bit of time on his dad duties to join us right here in locked on Spurs we even wanted him to come on but I also been kind of delicate with it because I've been trying to respect the fact that you know he's a new dad but so when I reached out he's like yeah I'm down I'm like Let's get him now before Carter says, ring the bell. No, Dad, you ain't done.
1: Yeah, we picked a good time. Carter just yeah. ate. He's sleeping right now. I mean, we have about an hour or so until he wakes up and then yeah. just watch, rinse, repeat, feed, sleep, poop. You know how yeah. these yeah. work. Yeah.
0: It sounds like my life right now, too.
1: So I was going to say, it's me. not that far off. <laughs> you know, if you if you if you just separate cameo at Spurs game, yeah. In there, is there really any difference between you and a, in a two week old? Yeah. Oh, no, really?
0: Not really. No. Yeah. Same, Not really. Thing, same, same thing. Same thing. All right. So, Casey, you know, of course, you would come on, and I think the last time you were, you were on, I think they they were still losing. And guess what? That hasn't changed at all. They're yeah. still losing.
1: Well, it's- I went. I've I've been on in the past month. Yeah, and they haven't won in over a month. So I guess kind of by default, yeah, they 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 have they were not winning.
0: They're not by winning
1: since the last anything. time I was
0: on, yeah. And there's and they're still not winning. Uh, it's the last time <laughs> they won stage. was November second in Phoenix. That was the last time your silver and black won a game, everybody. And it doesn't get any easier. They played the Rockets tonight. We'll see how that goes out. But in case okay, so I got a question for you, you know, so last year. Remember, we know what the assignment is, everybody. It's tank for Wemby. Okay, we get it. What's going on? Wink, wink. Okay, sure. We get it. Moving on. But this year, that's been up in the air. Is it the assignment still rebuilt? Is the assignment colon tank? Is the assignment colon experiment? What are we doing here? We are 3 at 18 right now. What is the assignment at this point of the season?
1: Going off what they said. And what Pop said at the start of the year of Media Day, he said, taking the next step and kind of racking up this developmental process mm-hmm. and turning them now into wins. Well, if we're using his words, para- kind of paraphrasing here mm-hmm. a little bit, if we're going off that, that was the assignment, turning that stuff into wins. And if that was the assignment, kind of goes without saying, they've done a whole lot of failing of set aside. <laughs> yes, exactly. If that was it, if that yeah. was the assignment, I, I don't know. We can only go by what he says instead of us speculating, whatever it is. So if we're going off what he says, and I think he even he threw a mandatory in there yep. in that context. He did. It hasn't gone very well. No, not and at all. I, 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 I can't remember who brought maybe it was Mike Taylor maybe it was Jimenez one of them where you said is this season essentially over is it a Mm -hmm. watch like what do you gain from here in terms of a a win-loss standpoint yeah definitely is definitely oh so you're you're already cashed in the season you're done right the season's over in the context of a play-in playoff yeah Yeah, that's done yeah okay you don't win, but you don't lose. Potentially seventeen games, then find yourself barring yeah. something insane, and then yeah. figuring it out really quick. You know, looking completely the contrary to the next quarter of the season as they've looked in this first quarter of the mm-hmm. season. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. a play playing playoffs is is done. It's
0: done. You know, yeah, it's, it's good. It's yeah. They, for me, uh, I thought the assignment was winning, as you mentioned. Uh, you and I were there at that old Spurs practice gym, and that's what the vibe was. I mean, you had Keldon say, didn't Vassell say, hey, yeah. I'm done, sick like and tired of last year, all these losses. I'm here to win, baby. And that hasn't been the case. And, and it's been a so many things that I did not expect to be an issue. The whole, we're young, we're just young guys. And sure, they're the youngest team this Spurs team has fielded since Pop came on board. But in my mind it doesn't feel like they should use that excuse anymore because last I checked, Devin's not a rookie or a sophomore. Same for Keldon. Same for Trey Jones. Same for uh, – who else am I missing here? Uh, you know, um, some of the guys out like McDermott. Yeah, uh, Collins. Osmond. Collins.
1: Yeah.
0: That's what's baffling me, they, they and they still use that excuse. We're young. I think that they're not young at all. So, uh, to me, the assignment – Started out as wins, and now I feel like the assignment is, in reality, what it should have been from day one at media day, and Pop should have said this, hey, we're still in rebuild mode. That's what it feels like. That should be the assignment right now. Probably.
1: Probably. Uh, I, I think the youngest team in the league narrative age is kind of, like you mm-hmm. implied, age is just kind of a number. Yeah. Age is just kind of a number. I think you look with overall experience while that number of of, in terms of an age standpoint, Mm -hmm. they're the youngest team in the league. Like you said, Devin Bissell has been around a minute. Devin Bissell got a a big time raise Mm -hmm. in offseason because he's been around a minute and he's shown good things. And with that, the expectation should be changing right now. Keldon Johnson last year got a raise because now we're in year five. Mm -hmm. The expectation should be changing right now. Mm-hmm. And all those things as indicated at the start of the year were all those things, yeah. were, they were being said, you know, the next step in this developmental process is to start turning this development that we talked about for really mm-hmm. two years now into victories. And I think that's kind of what's been the most disheartening part for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It is that you look at them and while they don't exactly scream that they're the nuggets. They are not constructed with the the pieces that they do have to be a team that's dropping 16, going on 17 games in a row. Nobody's saying that they're going to be a top four team in Mm -hmm. the conference. Nobody's expecting that. But I think a lot of people expected them to at least be competitive in this. You know, if you're going through Mm -hmm. a 16 game stretch. I think a lot of people would have said, "Yeah, we expect them." If you told us they're going to go a big through a big losing stretch of 16 games, and you ask most people, they say, "Yeah, there's a better chance they go five and 11 do, than they do 0 and 16." Mm-hmm. And I, that's pro, that's been the most concerning part about all this It's the yeah. fact that it's not even it's. I don't want to say it's not even competitive, but they just don't. It it just doesn't. It's just not good basketball.
0: It's just not good basketball. It's not good yeah, basketball. It's, it's, and and it's baffling because I'm at games, and the the most baffling game for me as far as just like what like the question we're talking about, what are they doing? Is that Memphis game? I you know they they were beating them. They were beating them, and sure I get it. You know the whole thing the season is oh just wait till the third or the fourth and watch it collapse. They were still ahead, and then for them just to wilt like yeah. that, I okay. left my media seat just to go to the bathroom, and I came back, and the lead was like double figures down to single digits like that. And I was like, what is going on? And it felt like vibes of last year. And yep. I said, I thought, we're past this. And, oh, I mean, Casey, dare I say last year's team beats this year's team, even with Wimby? I mean, last year's team at least was competitive. This year they're just they're getting clubbed. And, okay, look, not to bash on them too much, yeah. in the last few games there have been a little bit more competitive vibes to them Their turnovers are dropping a bit. Uh, You're seeing baby steps. But, Casey, again, why am I talking about baby steps and you're talking about progression? I thought we were past that from last year going into this year. That's what's frustrating for me, Casey.
1: And I I think a lot of this goes back to, you know, it's a valid frustration, Mm -hmm. I think, for a lot of fans and a fair criticism. Mm -hmm. At the start of the year, they were – the the talk was not about when was not about development. It's com- mm-hmm. it was completely the contrary to was what it was two years. Well, I guess not this past yeah. while. the start of the 21, 20, mm-hmm. 22, 23 season where Pop's going up their media day saying, yeah. hey, don't bet on us to win a championship. Yeah. And know, hey, I appreciated that. Yeah. From, I, well, that's the thing. Yeah. You appreciate that because he let you know right from yeah. the start. Uh, this ain't it ain't going to be pretty this year we're going to try we're going to be competitive it ain't pretty and so if we go off the bet if we go off of that word which we did and that was the understanding i think it's equally fair to go off the word of what was said Mm -hmm. at the start of this year was all those things we talked about Mm -hmm. and i think that's where the fair criticism comes in because all those things have not happened no, all yeah. those things have not happened. I mean, with the with the occasion with the with the excitement that came with the first two weeks of the season, with Wemby looking spectacular, it's been a disaster ever since. Mm-hmm. It's been yeah. a disaster, and I don't know. You know, I I don't I, I'm not entirely sure where it goes from mm-hmm. here. Um, because you want to you want to play the glass half full side of the coin. Mm-hmm. You can say, yeah, while well, they said that. The other part that they probably didn't say, nor would you expect them to say, was them trying to figure out this year was them trying to figure out what works around Victor. And if there's anything that we've learned right now, based off the wins, losses, not a whole lot that looks good around (laughs) going forward. There's not. So yeah. we're. It's, if you want to play the glass half full on that, yeah, you're getting that question answered for better and for worse. Yeah. More so, more so for worse. But I think the the criticism is reasonable right now mm-hmm. because of what was the, of the of the foundation and the expectation yeah. that was laid from the start. Absolutely. And if that was if that wasn't said, I think that's 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 completely different. Yeah. That tone was if the same tone that was set this year was set or uh, the same tone that was set last year was set this year, Mm -hmm. you and I aren't having this conversation. Absolutely. Collectively is not is not frustrated because they told you what it was. This year they told us what
0: and beyond pop, everyone told us what they thought it was. Yeah, exactly. And it hasn't been that. Yeah, absolutely. He is Casey Vieira with Ken's Five. Make sure to follow my next ad, Casey underscore Vieira. When we get back, we're going to be asking, hey, want to rack up some wins first? Push Wemby at the five. Maybe that might work. Kind of worked already. One game-ish. Didn't get the W, but just the, the results individually were great. We're going to be discussing that coming up next on Lockdown Spurs. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Lockdown Spurs with Jeff Garcia. But before we continue our chat with Casey, I want to talk to you about FanDuel. Hey, you got to get FanDuel right now. Get that app right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet on the money line. So basically, you get that $5 winning money line bet. Yeah, you got yourself to win your chance at some big bucks right now. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. So you've been thinking about joining FanDuel. There's no better time to get on the action than right now. The app is easy to use. They got a wide range of betting options from spreads, player props, over-unders. So much more. Have fun. Football season is well underway. NBA season is, we're not even halfway done yet. It's just getting going. So join all the action for your favorite sports team on FanDuel. Right now, you want to go and visit fanduel.com slash locked on, kick off, or at least continue to cheer on your favorite NFL season, cheer on your favorite sport. I, whatever you got to do, just get that app right now. Fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel, an official partner of the NFL. I also want to talk to you about Mud Slingers Drive Through Coffee San Antonio. If you're in San Antonio, you want to head there right now. They are look, they, their menu is just insane. They have so many drink options, they have dairy alternatives. They have the Red Bull infused lightning bolt series. They have, well, the, the Alien. And you think you can figure that out, right? That is a drink made in honor of Victor Wimbayama. Full can of Red Bull, Kiwi, green apple, delicious. They got mini donuts. They got the Sub Zero in honor of UTSA's Frank Harris. They got it all. You can get all those drinks at 2404,000 Oaks Drive if you're in San Antonio. That's in the 281 to 1604 area. Friendly staff. They're a proud local sponsor of Lockdown Spurs and a proud community member right here in San Antonio. And let me tell you, you also got to try their Muslinger—that is their signature drink. So if you want an introduction to coffee, get that. That'll get your foot in the door, and then you can enjoy all the wider range of drinks they have at Muslingers. Over 5 hundred five-star reviews cannot be wrong. Again, twenty-four zero four thousand Oaks Drive. If there are uh, look, if you have that craving for a quick pick-me-up. Or something just to ease you through the day, they have it there at Mudslingers. Open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Go there right now, San Antonio, 2404,000 Oaks Drive. Open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Life is too short for bland coffee. Hey, everybody, this is Nathan Ray Clark from Criminal Minds and Modern Family, and you are listening to Lockdown Spurs, hosted by Victor Wimbiana's new best friend, Jeff Garcia. And we're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Casey Vieira. Uh, no sign of Carter yet. So that's a good thing. Casey doesn't have to run off real fast <laughs> or anything. I can't wait till Carter makes his Locked On Spurs debut. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll see. Carter Carter's in that phase right now where he does a whole lot of sleeping. So yeah.
0: Yeah. So- sounds like me before we started right, right. recording this episode right. of Lockdown Spurs. Carter,
1: yeah, he, he sleeps about I think it was 17 ish hours a day. I wow. think that's the stat of what they yeah. said newborn sleeps. Wow. 14 to 17 or fifth, something like that. How many hours of sleep you've been averaging since uh, you became a new dad? Surprisingly. Yeah. Probably somewhere in that six to eight altogether. Okay. I mean, All you
0: know, right. That's a good tag team. You and your wife, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. All mean,
1: right. She runs the, I wouldn't say tag team more. So she's the superstar. I'm the manager. <laughs> yeah. You're like the 12th man on the roster. I know, right? I know. I'm her. I'm her. Yeah. Paul Heyman. I'm her. Yeah. Jimmy yeah. Hart. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Make sure to follow him on X at Casey underscore Vera. Congratulate him on his newborn baby son, Mr. Carter, and uh, let him know uh, that you're uh, sending some good thoughts for Carter's new life. And, of course, Casey and his wife as they enter phase, another phase of their relationship, parents. So good luck to you guys. Hey. Uh, yeah, exactly. Beautiful things. Hey, you know, we're talking about the last uh, segment about, you know, what's just going on, you know, the losing and this and that. But, you know, there could be something they could do right now that'll maybe pick up some wins or at least you know tilt the odds that way, and that is putting Wimby at the five. Now, let's be clear, Casey. I think you, me, and everybody watching knows this, but if Casey didn't know, since pre-draft, Wimby has been very adamant. I am not a five. I am not this. I am, I'm everything. I want to do everything. Don't pigeonhole me. Well, guess what, Wimby? You at the five actually worked and you broke a record. Yeah, it worked very well. 20 and 20, first rookie to do that, you know, all that good stuff. So, way to go, Wimby. So, now the question is should the Spurs just tell Wimby, you know what? You're a five. Let's just move forward or still kind of let him be that free floating player that he's practically been since the start of the season? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I I think so
1: it worked and he was fantastic and the thing that i liked was if you're going up against a a true physical five Mm -hmm. more so your classic five as opposed to the modern day stretch five the one that you're worried about a a seven foot four 200 however many pound guy victor Wembayama, that you're worried about Mm -hmm. is andre drummond and that's the guy that's the guy you're worried about because he's Mm -hmm. probably about as strong as anyone in the league And Victor went out and he competed. And there mm-hmm. were times where Drummond shoved him off like he was yep. a 19-year-old kid going up against one of the strongest, if not the not the mm-hmm. strongest player in the league. And Victor still worked out a 2020 20, 20 yep. game. Uh, I, I think knowing that from a physicality standpoint, you're probably not going to get much more physical than that. Mm-hmm. And he hung around. He competed. And I know that won't be the case every single night, just – just by default. Yeah. But I like the competitive of in watching him even more so than the Phoenix games. Mm-hmm. Down the stretch, it felt like that was the most aggressive, most competitive, mm-hmm. most fired up we have yep. seen Victor so far, in my in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because there were times down the floor where on a box out or on free throw line box out, Drummond just knocked him to totally legal, mm-hmm. just muscled him to the side. Mm-hmm. But you could see it kind of turned on Victor. Yeah, so yep. how did he respond? Went on the baseline, did one of his ducks on uh, on, mm-hmm. you know, on a baseline spin move, and you know kept going with it, and ultimately turned out that twenty twenty game. And, you know, yeah. hopefully more so when he was saying, it, "I'm not a five. He meant yeah. that from the like you said, the pigeonhole standpoint. Mm-hmm. I can do a whole lot more than just be mm-hmm. a center, and I think we can all collectively agree that he can yeah. do a whole lot more than that. But it felt very much so that that was the type of thing that has legs to it, that has longevity mm-hmm. to it, at least from one night only. And yeah. uh, if we're going off that and what we're learning and trying to figure out what works, Spurs found something that works.
0: Yeah, exactly. And if they're with this whole whoa, experimental phase of the rebuild, then, hey, this ex- this experiment worked when we we'll at the five. So, yeah, I think you move forward with that. Now, after the game versus Chicago, he did. Uh, he didn't push away the thought of being a five moving forward. He, he just, you know, the whole canned answer. Well, if it helps the team, right. you know, blah, blah, blah. But if Pop is so good about leaning on the big three, for examples, hey, I was so rough on Tony Parker, DeJounte, you should be able to take it. Hey, uh, Kelden or Devin or whoever, you know, Manu was a six man, you should be okay with it. Why not use that with Tim Duncan and Wimby? Hey, Wimby, Tim Duncan was a four, but you know what? He played a five, and look at his career. It mm-hmm. actually was pretty good, you know, Destination Hall of Fame. So, and I think if you want to really help Wimby develop and get his mindset right, maybe kind of get the whole idea that maybe being the five more often than not works for you, and the numbers show it at least for one night. Why not do that? Yeah, I, I think this is something the Spurs got to do. They got to tinker with it. You know, during the break, you and I were discussing about the season as a whole. We're saying, look, it's practically a wash already. It's it's, it's cooked. You know, so what do he got to lose other than? putting him in a position to put up monster numbers, help him secure that Rookie of the Year award race. You know, maybe that might help him there because Chet seems to be playing pretty good right now as well. So I think all in all, I think if we can experiment with someone at a point guard, why can't we experiment with Wimby at the five for a long stretch? Right.
1: And I think one of the bothersome parts of this first quarter of the season Mm -hmm. for me was that Everyone talks so much about the the Sohan experiment starting him at point guard. And there's a trickle down effect with that Sohan move because you're focusing that that point guard position is so much a focal point that you're Mm -hmm. you're essentially prioritizing his development because Mm -hmm. over that over Victor's development at that first quarter of the season, because he's the guy who takes a large share in the responsibility of giving Victor the basketball. Very much so, and there, you know, again to Pop's own, you know, words, paraphrasing here, that free flowing, let Victor, mm-hmm. you know, we'll let Victor be him. We won't really mm-hmm. coach him yet. We'll just let him kind of go and do him, figuring yeah. out what works. Well, kind of found something that works. You did radically a little different because there mm-hmm. hasn't overly, you know, from the outside. I'm sure they see it, but from the outside looking in, yeah, that was the most. Dramatic, schematical adjustment that Vic that they've done with Victor so far this season. Yeah, I would say I, that,
0: right. Yeah, I, I I liked it. I, I thought it was brilliant. Uh, you know, that was kind of the buzz on Media Row that night. Like, whoa, Victor at the five. Like, well, how's this going to work out? And it worked right. out well. So, the Spurs, if you want to get some wins and snap this uh, losing skid, or just avoid more to pile up, why not go for it? Look, uh, sure, it didn't result in no W versus Chicago, but it worked for Victor, and it could pan out moving forward look i know a lot of spurs fans have been just ripping their hair out about this about it. victor at the five victor at the five works out and they did it and it worked so spurs you got something there if you're in experimental mode right now good on you this actually worked hey we're done talking we want to hear from you uh we want to know what you think about tonight's Spurs rockets game should victor be more at the five and your thoughts are just what are they doing here what is going on what is this season's assignment now at this point of the season People like Casey know on X at Casey underscore Vieira. Again, Casey, we know you're busy with dad life, man, but we appreciate you carving out a little bit of time. Well, maybe we should be thanking Carter for allowing you to come no on Lockdown Spurs.
1: Yeah. Yep. Everything <laughs> around him, everything's around him now. <laughs> I was just worried. I was just worried we get to, I mean, we're recording this, with was 11 a.m. on a Sunday. Yeah. And I worried we would get to the point where we get to 11.02 and be like, mm-mm.
0: Yep. Nope. I was I anticipating was maybe your, your wife to just to be like scurrying across in the background and like not realize you're on camera telling you, like, hurry up, I need dad. you' oh, something yeah. like that. Or-
1: yeah she's she's the greatest
0: (laughs) exactly or carter just saying you know what i'm just gonna belt out a cry right now that should do it
1: well like i told like i told you before he went on he he, before right before we started in the past hour he was well fed he pooped he's sleeping you know we have about hopefully an hour window before it's before it's washed rinse repeat again and
0: well, it's, a yeah, well, it's a newborn life. Welcome a newborn life. Sounds like something I want to do. That's why I'm going to get off this episode yeah. of Locked On Spurs. All those three big, things right there. <laughs> yeah. that's your big Takeaway out of this,
1: your exactly. life is not too too different than a, a two week
0: old. <laughs> two week, yeah, exactly. He is the weekend sports anchor for Ken's Five, and I believe you're going. You're you're back ish, kind of right. You're ish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're back. You're back. I'm, ba- I'm back.
1: So okay, you're back. Monday okay. night, first time back. So uh, paternity is. Sort of over. I guess paternity never really ends. Yeah, it never really ends, yeah. But he
0: is... Yeah, yeah, he is back at your television sets every weekend, telling you all things going on in the sports world in San Antonio. Oh we'll, we'll be a, awesome.
1: heavily, we'll, a heavily makeuped KC Aaron, because... Exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at myself now. I was like, we're going to need a little extra cake on the face. A little something, there you go. There something, you go. something special more under the eyes, because... Yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll be, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Yeah, we are. Right. You'll be okay. You'll be all right. Before for Casey Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. We're gonna put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs.